This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's Drink About It. Two guests on the show. This is the first time we've ever done two guests first on the show. First time. We have Anna and Daisy from Stand Up and Eat. Hello. Which Hello. Uh, Hi. is a YouTube series that is, I guess, by the time this airs, we'll have just finished its first season, but it's still on YouTube, so you can go watch it. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Forever. In perpetuity. Um, welcome. Welcome. Thanks so welcome. much for having us. We're really excited to be here. So the, the the series is called Stand Up and Eat, and from what I can tell, the premise is mainly that stand-up comedians eat disgusting food. And really everybody. <laughs> yeah, we found but that kind of everyone is pretty disgusting. Pretty disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but stand-up comedians are generally funnier on a YouTube video. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Um, so yeah, tell, tell us about like what the what happens in an in an episode of the show. Well, Daisy is the amazing host of the show. Thanks, Anna. This, this show came about because I live by myself and I have really disgusting eating habits. Mm-hmm. And I thought a show a bit about it would be apropos. And Daisy goes and visits a different stand-up comedian in each episode. And what do you, what do you inflict upon them? I mean, I just go through their fridge and kind of <laughs> um, insult them lovingly. Huh. And then we make a meal and I eat it. And sometimes yeah. it's really, really good. And sometimes it's just really pretty awful. <laughs> um, but I eat it regardless. Yeah. So. Uh, the first episode, I think, is a very good example of a terrible meal. Yeah, just like something that really could have made me extremely sick. <laughs> yeah. that, that the main course in, a, in that meal was expired beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah, has a special flavor to it. Tough. Sure. To but, um, but two two really high points of that meal was the banana bread beer and the nerd rope, because those two things are amazing. Nerd oh rope is nerd God. rope is the one of the top candies. It. it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um I uh when I was super, super broke, um <laughs> uh one of the times when I was super super broke, I feel like my life is a little bit of a bit of a uh roller coaster ride between broke and middle class but um, <laughs> i had like lefto le- like cans of canned corn and cans of tuna oh. that i had not uh i don't i don't i didn't know where i had acquired them in my Ooh. many apartment moves yeah. and i made them for dinner one night by just <laughs> mixing the two things together and sitting and eating it out of a bowl that sort of tuna. reminds me of some of the kinds of stuff that gets consumed on this show and we found like a lot of people have like multiple things of one thing yeah like you'll have a billion a1 sauces right because you forget that you have it yeah and and then you've got and they're in like progressive stages of decay (laughs) and i love that someone's out at a grocery store and they like see an a1 sauce (laughs) and they're like i can't gotta buy that that. yeah Yeah. 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 that's a staple for them Yeah. yeah Like it, I, like milk is or you know sugar is for other people. Yes, some people some people have to get get you know orange juice every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I have to say my personal fridge low point, which was which was a main point of point of inspiration for for moi, yeah. was a time when I was working at home and I really did not want to get up and go to the grocery store and I ate the only protein and blood sugar enriching things in the fridge, which is a <laughs> teaspoon of maple syrup and a handful of sunflower seeds. Nice. That was a meal. <laughs> you know, that, that, I, guess, I guess the multiple uh, bottles of A1 sauce answers my question. Like, do you, do you ever find that the fridges are a little too clean or are they just always as is? Because obviously it's way funnier if it's just as is. But do you think people get a little anxious about, you know, a camera crew coming over to film the inside of their fridge? 
Yeah, I feel like people definitely do. Like, sometimes we have to be like, it's okay if, you know, <laughs> if you're disgusting. Like, that's funnier, and <laughs> yeah. it'll feel real. And then I've kind of been surprised by how candid people are. Like, people are cool with it. <laughs> Jacqueline really took that to heart. Jacqueline, oh, Jacqueline was so, she was so great. Um, but yeah, like, nobody cleaned up really we were kind of lucky that's yeah and there was one where i was like i was looking at the door and i was like this might have gotten a hit of windex before they yeah. came over but then they but then you immediately pulled out like a moldy uh sweet potato or something and i was like oh no he didn't, he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. i love that that like, was Rob yeah. michael hugel's food reliquary yeah <laughs> that was just sort of like fallen soldiers uh the wow. the living fungus was pretty disgusting yeah, right? And, how, keeps, like, and, and how you made it breathe was even more disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> My initial reaction is to make it beat like a heart. Uh, yeah, that exactly. Was the, uh, were they, they were making kombucha with that? Or? Yeah, he made a lot of kombucha, that guy, Corey yeah. Cavan. <laughs> I, uh, I invented a cocktail back in the day that was my go-to, I am going somewhere in public and I want to drink on my way, but I don't want to get caught. A road soda. Which is, I would drink like a third of a kombucha and then top it back up with vodka oh. and drink that. Uh, Seems like a cold fighting machine. Yeah, you don't <laughs> notice the vodka kills because all... the kombucha is already so gross. That, uh, yeah. yeah. But does the alcohol kill the friendly bacteria that's in the kombucha? I don't know. I mean, I feel like... Uh, when you're concerned about drinking vodka on the road, the last thing you're concerned about is, yeah, the, is whether the friendly <laughs> the bacteria, bacteria is killing yeah. the flora. Anyways, yeah. that was roughly the same era where I was mixing... Uh, <laughs> canned corn and, and tuna fish together <laughs> as a meal so just, just a couple of weeks ago uh, right yeah exactly um, uh, you know on the way over here i i had to stop in and get like a last minute ingredients like grapefruit at a, a green grocer and uh i witnessed shoplifting on a giant screen television like it was whoa yeah i, I noticed that the uh the uh the store clerk was distracted and he was looking over my shoulder so i turned around and I, there's a you know 36 inch television on the screen on the wall and yeah. we, we just Ooh. both i'm like oh is this guy shoplifting right now he's like yeah look at him he, he doesn't even see that like there's a camera <laughs> and so he's so just a guy just what, stuffing, he stuffing stuff down his shorts or no something? he had a bag he had a bag and he was just stuffing his bag full of stuff and, <laughs> and then he, so the, the clerk takes my grapefruits and puts them in a bag he's like excuse me one second i said absolutely and then i just turn and watch it unfold and the guy who got caught was so pissed off that he got caught he, he, i think the guy just the, the clerk just let him go but as yeah. the, the the thief walked past me i just hear him like jesus christ like annoyed you know <laughs> like more disappointed in <laughs> himself a rough day at the office <laughs> yeah. for this guy. and i i, I kind of like i got wrapped up in the drama on this television then forgot that the guy was going to be walking past me you know and yeah, i thought this, oh, is, this is reality television were you scared of him because he's like crazy he'd do anything no he'd shoplift on a big television <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well maybe he wouldn't have done it if he knew the tv was there but he was kind of he was uh day drunk i mean the neighborhood i live in that's kind of commonplace what? Yeah. Day drunk. Can I, I, I have to just, I, this reminds me of a story of my friend who lived in LA and he was watching a car chase uh -huh. and the guy got out of the car and started running through backyards and ran like through. Like in Ferris Bueller's Day yeah, Off. Yeah, like, like jumping <laughs> over fences like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off and ran through my friend Ron's backyard. Oh, that's pretty wow. good. As he watched it on TV. That's wow. What? Is that not insane? That's, that's crazy. And, and the then guy he was jumped like into exiting. the next yard, and there were two bikini babes out there sunning, and he <laughs> and ambled he like back, back over. and <laughs> introduced himself. <Yeah. laughs> Save Ferris. All right. Uh, 
<laughs> well, uh, I suppose we should probably get into it. Yeah. What do you say, Chris? Yeah, let's do it. This week I went uh, book shopping. Ben, you? Uh, I went sailing. How about you, Daisy? I went to brunch and puked at brunch. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to get into that later. Uh, Anna? I met the freaking mayor of New York City on the subway on my way to work. Amazing. Good. Let's get into the drinks, Chris. Let's do it. Let's go guest first. I'll give Let's Daisy. Go guest first. I'll give Daisy her drink first. Daisy, okay. for you, for you, um, you know, thinking of of your, uh, I suppose, predicament. Um, I thought that <laughs> yeah. you might you might need a little something to settle your stomach. So I went with a. a something oh, that's really thoughtful, Chris. Thank some, you so much. Something uh, called a ginger mint smash. Um, we've had Ooh. some good luck with the smash on this show. So let's hope this works. I love um, it. So we've got a bar spoon of uh, peeled, finely chopped fresh ginger, five mint leaves, uh, one bar spoon of lemon juice, uh, half of a uh, spoon, or sorry, half an ounce of simple syrup, uh, two ounces of bullet bourbon, a dash of Angostura bitters, uh, and you are going to, in a shaker, muddle the ginger, uh, then add the mint and muddle it again. Um, add the lemon juice, simple syrup, bourbon, and bitters uh, to the shaker with ice. Uh, shake until well chilled and fine strain into a rocks glass full of crushed ice. Garnish with a mint sprig. And that is that. Sounds pretty good. That sounds so good. Yum. Uh, Anna, for you, we came up with the new Amsterdam cocktail. Uh, this is two ounces of Bowles Geneva. Which uh, I learned to pronounce from past guest Heather Fink. Mm -hmm. I, I have heard it called Yenaver. Yenaver? I lived in Amsterdam for oh. a while. Uh, not to be. That's like how, <laughs> how sometimes people that go to Amsterdam come back and say it's not called Gouda, it's called Howda. Howda. <laughs> well, um, all right, whatever, whatever it's called, <laughs> that stuff. You never know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's just shut the podcast down right now. <laughs> Mic drop. Um, I'm going to go. Okay, two ounces of Bulls Geneva, one ounce of Kirschwasser, a bar spoon Boss? of Demerara syrup, uh, two dashes of Peychaud's bitters, uh, and you're going to stir all of that stuff in ice until it's well chilled and then strain it into a chilled coupe and garnish with a lemon twist. Mm -mm. What's a coupe? Uh, it's like a... Is it like a cup? So a coupe is, is like a cocktail glass that is not shaped like Madonna's breast but is shaped like Marie Antoinette's breast. So you remember in the 80s when Madonna would come out and her breast right, would be perfect yeah. tones and then like... <laughs> That's the Sex in the City cocktail glass. Okay, um, yeah. Oh. The coupe is like slightly rounded shape, and oh. the mythos surrounding this glass is that it is based on the shape of Man Mary Antoinette's breast. Ooh. So. <laughs> huh. uh, tell, that, tell that to people next time you go out for fancy cocktails. <laughs> Uh, ben, delightful topic I'd like mine in a breast, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we have Madonna and Mary Antoinette. What's your pick? <laughs> uh, ben, um, ben, for you, I've got uh, something called Admiral Vernon. Um, it's an ounce and a half of light rum, a half ounce of Grand Marnier, half ounce of lime juice, 
one teaspoon of orgeat, uh, one scoop of crushed ice. Uh, combine all ingredients in a shaker, shake well, and strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's make them. Uh, wait, you're forgetting mine. Thank oh, you very I much. I forgot yours. <laughs> I figure you already know what you... What you what you're drinking? I sent it to you so that you could buy all the ingredients. Right? It's true. Yeah, I suppose the people at home don't though. So, whoa, amazing! You got a rocket ship <laughs> over there? Pardon me, I had a burrito for lunch. Uh, okay, the drink I picked for you, Chris, because you're going to be sitting alone reading all these books, is called In My Solitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a yeah, it calls for a grapefruit wedge, kosher salt. Uh, an ounce and a half of Blanco tequila, three-quarter ounces of Lille Blanc, three-quarter ounces of freshly squeezed grapefruit juice, a uh, quarter ounce of Orgiat. I, <laughs> I don't think we've decided how we no. feel like pronouncing that. No. I heard you say Orgiat before, and I was like, oh, Chris sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I think it's, I but, think it's Orgit, but I Orgit. always forget that it's Orgit, and uh, I say Orgiat, so whatever. Either way. Well... Write, write in and correct us, please. Um, <laughs> three dashes of Peychaud's bitters and a grapefruit peel for garnish. So you're going to rub the grapefruit wedge around the edge of the, of the rocks glass and then uh, roll that edge in the kosher salt. Uh, this is, uh, for people following at home, the same procedure you would do for a uh, margarita. And uh, that makes sense because this is a twist on a margarita. Um, <laughs> So you're going to combine the tequila, lile, the juice, and the bitters, and shake with ice until well chilled, and then fine strain them into that salted glass, uh, which has also ha- got ice in it, and garnish with a grapefruit twist. Mmm, sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, now can we make them? Let's mm-hmm. go make the drinks. <laughs> you sound bummed. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm excited. That's how I sound when I'm excited. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, oh, everybody. Cheers. Oh, I put that twist up on top there for a picture taking, but you can you can drop it I, into the drink or Okay, when I drain it, it a little. I'll do. Put that twist up on mm. top, babe. Mmm. Mmm. That's delicious. That is This Yum-a-dum. is amazing. Wow. Mm. I love it. Everybody's happy. <laughs> Get us started, Chris. How's uh how's that going to go with reading the books that you Well, acquired? for one for one, this is the, the nicest looking drink I've had so far, I think. Wow. Uh, mm. Even even mm. nicer than the one that was just scoops of ice cream, booze, and root mm. beer? Well, I mean, that tasted the nicest. Yum. Yeah. Um, but th- this is... Uh, um, we talk a lot about like summer in a glass on this show, but this is definitely the nicest summer drink I've had so far. Oh, nice. Uh, and it also it, it, it works well because I am recording alone for the first time ever also. So, That's uh, true. It's, I'm also drinking alone, but not really because you guys are on a screen. <laughs> so I don't feel so bad. But um, yeah. yeah, like sitting outside reading the books that I bought, this, this would go perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I was kind of wondering when I was perusing the, the uh, cocktail literature trying to pick a drink for you, if you were... If you if you'd acquired any beach reads, um, hmm. but uh, I wound up going with something that was just kind of 
uh, sounded appropriate name wise. Well, I can't. I, I didn't. I didn't pick pick a beachy cocktail. I didn't go. I didn't go too crazy. Like I had to rein it in a little. Books did sure. make it back to the shelf, but um, let me see what I got. Let me let me give you a few titles. See if anybody recognizes any here. Okay. okay. Mm. Um, uh, I'm illiterate, so this is going to be tricky for me. But I mm. think our guests probably yeah, and I've <laughs> only read the Bible. We know so. about alliteration. Oh uh, uh, well, uh, very pious, very <laughs> pious. <laughs> Apparently, the Bible the Bible is the only book you need. So that's yeah. true. All right. So I got. Um, oh man, I I, I don't want to interrupt you, Chris, but <laughs> but you're going to anyway. We were on the. Uh, I was up up in Boston over the weekend, and. Uh, <gasps> But I'm just going to completely divert from the story. <laughs> I, 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 I was on to this guy for a little while because he was holding what l- like looked like a Bible and that it was bound in black leather and had like gold edging on all the pages and a red ribbon running through to mark a page. But it looked suspicious to me for some reason. Like it had all of the Bible factors, but it somehow looked a little off. And I got a look at the title and it was a copy of The Game. That book about like tricking women into going on dates with you. Whoa! Did you approach this guy and and, and confront him? I did not. But then one of the people in my party, as we got off the subway, and this guy also got off the subway, uh, one of the people in my party made kind of an aside that was like, "What is love, anyways?" Uh, And this guy turned around and just went, "Love means never having to say you're sorry." And then he Whoa. waved the book in the air and walked off. Whoa. <laughs> that is epic. That is epic. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. Holy smokes. Uh, okay, well, listen, real quick. I'll give you, it's only, I think, five titles. My Stroke of Insight, uh, which is a book by the doctor who did that TED Talk on uh, experiencing a stroke. She's a, a neuroscientist. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, that and, was a crazy one. Yeah, yeah. So this is the book that she wrote after that. Um, a book called The People of Paper. Uh, which I've read already and is a favorite, uh, Salvador Placencia. Uh, Jennifer Egan, A Visit from the Goon Squad. Anybody read that? Mm. Oh, what's I've that seen one? it. Hmm? What's The Visit from the Goon Squad? I feel like somebody's recommended that to me. Yeah, I think it won, let's see, uh, it won a Pulitzer, I think, a couple of years back. and it is, Oh, just uh, like me. Hey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, got, uh, I got the Pulitzer in 2009 for our best fart joke. <laughs> that was you? Yeah, that was me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ralph Ellison, Invisible Man, which is a classic, and oh, I've never read it. That's a great book. All right. Um, and a book called Innumeracy, Mathematical Illiteracy and Its Consequences. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, and one more, Tannis Rideout. Be- I, uh, I had a friend who was uh, doing a uh, pen pal thing with a woman in Afghanistan, uh, mm-hmm. Sort of right after the initial U.S. invasion, there was some something where you could sign up to do a pen pal thing, and the woman that she was writing with was enumerate. So, and it made the conversation super tricky because she would have, she would be like, "I have three kids. How many do you have?" And she would have like, you know, as many kids as my hands, and then more than that kind of thing. Like she Whoa. really couldn't wrap her head around like. Wow saying wow. the number of kids she had huh. that's even small numbers yeah right that's crazy i think that like you can naturally count up to like five or six but if you don't um learn numbers at a certain point you can't really like you, the brain like you know gels can't fathom it 
situation. I've never heard that word even enumerate. Yeah, it's like the number version of illiterate. I guess. Yeah, I, didn't I can't know that like I can't do I can't like estimate amounts of people. Like if I'm in a room full of like 300 people, how, like how many people could, would you say are in this room right, right now? now? Yeah. <laughs> like about, upwards, <laughs> upwards, upwards of like two <laughs> at least. How, how, how about like jelly minimum. beans in a jar? So you're bad at jelly beans in a jar. <laughs> I'm. Oh my gosh! You'll never win that job. Millions. I think there's millions in there. Yeah. Like when I'm like, there's a ton of people at this bar. Like I literally mean, <laughs> like a metric ton. Yeah, a metric ton. That number. The specific weight of that. You yeah. Uh, uh, well, that sounds like uh, you got some some good literature to better your mind with, Chris. Uh, so I, you didn't you didn't pick up Cameron Diaz's The Body Book? Oh no, that was one of the ones that didn't make the cut. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you only have so much money to spend at the thrift shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Um, uh, okay, so who's up next? Let's see. Let's yeah, see. Let's, uh, let's hear about this puking at lunch situation. I want to yeah. know if, if guys. the does if the, drink, the drink is the, helping. The, is it helping? Yeah. How recently was were you at brunch? Like, so this are you was, still sick or no? And this is and I want to like classify this as just a hangover, if I may. Sure. I, um, so it wasn't like you a didn't bundle get of that nerves. You shellfish. No, it was not shellfish. And this is not the first time this has happened. (laughs) Wow. Um, The first step is admitting. Yeah, it's a real serious (laughs) binge drinking issue. Um, But I went out to my best friend. I have two best friends, Erica and Tara. Um, And Tara's birthday was on Saturday night. Sure. And, oh, Tara also co-produces our web series. Yes, and she does the casting. And she does the casting. And I went out for Tara's birthday on Saturday night and got a little completely (laughs) shit-faced. Moderately. Um, Moderately. (laughs) I did, like, the thing where I was like, I'm going to, like, go for this and just have a couple shots of Jameson just to, like, you know, get the evening going. And some guy bought them for me from across the bar. Nice. And then didn't try to talk to me, which, fellas, <laughs> if you want a way to pick up a lady, that is it. Because yeah. I have no, I can't get this guy out of my mind. Nuts, right? yeah. <laughs> wow, I was that's like, amazing. He, yeah, some, he like. Sounds like somebody read the game. Somebody had a yeah. biblical <laughs> copy of the exactly. game. Exactly. <laughs> it was just like, he did like the point and nod. And then I was like, oh, no, now this is going to have to be something I deal with. this smarmy guy breathing at me all night. And then he just let me go. Like, he released me back into the ocean. And now this is all I can think about. Wow, that's pretty... (laughs) That that went from, like, oh, no, to wait a minute. What happened to that guy? Also, like... What about I could me? Fucking find that guy. That <laughs> he's great. He sounds like a real mensch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I I went out and got a little wasted, and then the next morning, my friend Erica had invited me to have brunch with her family. Oh um, no, the family was the there. The family, her mother and father, <laughs> lovely people. And I had never met them. Um, so she was like, oh, we're going to take a 9 a.m. Oh, and Erica does stuff for our show, too. Erica does, oh, yeah, Erica she does, does the, the graphics. graphics for our show. I oh. only have friends that will do things for us for free. <laughs> nice. So, um, we... I'm, I'm having uh, bad feelings about what our friendship is looking like going forward. <laughs> yeah, buckle up. Um, yeah, so she, she like told me, oh, it's BTW, it's a 9 a.m. bus, see you tomorrow. So we show up, oh and um, I'm like sweating Jameson oh. on the bus, in the back of the bus. Uh, that's, and, I've, I've done that bus ride. Oh, not, it's a nasty ride into yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> and then her mom picks us up, and that was another thirty-minute car ride. Oh. And we pull up to brunch, and I jumped out of the moving vehicle and started screaming something about needing to throw away my iced coffee in some dumpster <laughs> oh that was God. behind behind Whoa. this restaurant. 
<laughs> so I go like running over to the back of the restaurant, like trying to camouflage this as a as a coffee like dump. Mm-hmm. But uh because throwing away your coffee sounds like <laughs> Yeah. But the worst part was like her family didn't want to leave me. So they just stood there watching. No. So I had to hold it in and I said, Oh, there's oh. no dumpster back here, guys. Let's go in, Stu. Like, let's get inside. Her dad's oh, name is no. Stu. I love Stu dads. <laughs> um and then I went into the bathroom and I was like, I'm just gonna upset myself for just a moment and did that for like the next ten <laughs> minutes and was weeping. Yeah. I gotta go powder my nose and come out with like pop blood vessels and sweat all over oh, my face. Yeah. So, uh, I gotta you know, go I'm barf available. out my nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I gotta go barf out my nose. And then I had a Maybe lovely... that guy had a premonition. He he yeah. plunked his cash down for those drinks and then he got a flash yeah. of you in the restaurant the next day. Yeah. And he was like, he, oh no. Oh, yeah. he, he, he saw that and he thought, oh no, she's a puker. No, yeah. forget it. She's a puker. I mean... Something about her. That might be my issue. Maybe. <laughs> That's why I'm single. But yeah, so it was a lovely brunch. It was like a smorgasbord of like delicious shellfish that I ate. So wait, yeah. after after uh, <laughs> evacuating your guts... The incident, yeah. You, you yeah. Uh, were able to just like eat? And shellfish, no less. Here's yeah, really. It always makes you feel better, right? Yeah, and I figured I like... I mean, unless you're really sick. Yeah, but that, that, yeah. That, feel better, that feeling better, I find, is always like last 30 minutes, and then you just kind of go back to feeling like shit, so... If you've got mm. shellfish in your guts, I imagine. Like, was there? Did you revisit the incident? No, you know, I have I have this thing where like either I'm going once or I'm going all day. <laughs> all right. And uh, that's nice. That's like a superpower. Yeah, it's have, cool. Have the Avengers? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And shown like, any interest in maybe <laughs> joining the team? Yeah. Like I just, that's my power and that's my weapon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I waited like ten minutes and I was like, I think I'm safe. Let's load this motherfucker up. Yeah. Well, I think that also a big part <laughs> this of motherfucker being, hungover being your is... belly. Yeah, this motherfucker <laughs> being my belly, and also just like I figured, if it was gonna happen again, then that's free calories. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a big part of being hungover is also just being like having nothing in your stomach but alcohol. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And Pedialyte. Sometimes if you spread it out with some shellfish, it really helps. <laughs> yeah, I felt good about it. Yeah, so that was my uh, that was my Sunday. That's and, a great uh, Sunday. Yeah, Excellent. it was a lovely little time. <laughs> you puked in Jersey. Took three naps that day. Anna, how about you? What's, uh, what's up with Mr. de Blasio? Yeah, so I was on the subway on my way to work the other day, and I saw this guy take out his cell phone and take a picture of something, and I thought, that's really rude to take a photo in a crowded train. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw a cop walk right by him, and I was like, this guy's got a lot of balls. He's taking a photo, and there's a cop right there. Right. But then I was like, what is, what is he taking a photo of so I looked and then I see this there's a rat giant (laughs) a human sized rat giant giant man in a yellow t-shirt and it's Bill de Blasio holy mackerel and he's wearing a t-shirt that says Holy something like hashtag sick leave on it. And he's, he's flyering the subway <laughs> car with wow. uh, pamphlets about uh, paid sick leave, which is amazing. Uh-huh. Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York, was on my subway car and he stayed on for he's about huge, 10 right? stops. He's like six foot nine. He's enormous. He's yeah. just wow, ridiculously tall, which is... For our, uh, Which works well for, for being like UK a public listeners, speaker. That's at least ten stone, if not more. <laughs> yeah, it's one metric ton of person. He was I mean, a ton. I don't, I don't know. I don't know too much about your mayor, but uh, I bet you know a lot about Toronto's mayor. 
Oh yeah, we've oh, heard. We've heard tell. Life. Not that oh, I want yeah. to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I'm just saying. You know. Yeah. Is this guy uh, a Reese? Is he a new mayor? Or, he's or? A new, oh yeah, he's a newish he's new. mayor. Yeah. Oh cool. He's okay. new, and he and, and, he's a, and he's a good liberal. He's a good liberal. He's from Brooklyn. His he's kid very has a pro funny afro. labor. <laughs> His kid has an afro. His wife is bisexual and open about it. Whoa. They're totally awesome. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah. Hey. I would have I, I would have changed my voter registration if I'd known that. <laughs> <laughs> I still vote in Oakland after ten years of living in New York. And Oakland, so California. Lazy. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I saw him there. I jumped up and I took a few photos with my phone and sat back down. And then I was like, wait a minute, I have a question for him. Yeah. And I jumped out of my seat and I went and I'm you can't see me because this is a podcast, but I'm all of five foot two. So you're so craning your I neck went to right up to, to his knees and yeah. I stuck out my hand <laughs> and he shook what? my hand for like 10 seconds. I know. I didn't do what right up to his knees and I stuck out my hand hand, and he was like don't do that little girl here shake my hand instead and um, and I asked him if freelancers uh, get the paid sick leave and I I stumped Mayor de Blasio he did not know I love that and then he said he'd look into it and then uh, I wrote a letter to the mayor's office to make sure that he does I smell an issue (laughs) this is how changes are made yeah yeah uh, you said to wait on the subway long I enough. I was just activisting on my way to work. <laughs> I like it. I, as a as a freelancer who is, you know, I'm not especially close to making a baby, but it's something that I might start considering in five or ten years. Hey, congratulations. And I wonder, like, yeah, I totally wonder, like, how the might, hell I would manage Might start that, considering you know? in the next five to ten years. Do I have to start saving up now? <laughs> in a ton of years. Yeah. This is a really great moment. Well, if I start saving now, I could do it, right? It could take, like, six months off. I think but, so. Mm, I don't yeah. really know the logistics hey. of the timing. Yeah. Babies are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah. If I, you've I, ever tried to get one. <laughs> pretty penny. Yeah. Uh, You're telling me, you know. Uh, ben, how about you? How's that uh, drink working with the uh, sailing trip? It's good. I'm really enjoying it. I had a funny sailing trip. My uh, father, his hobby is going sailing. And uh, I think like every couple of Wednesdays, he gets off work and goes on a sailboat in the Bay Area with a bunch of people. They like rent a 25 foot sailing vessel and love that just sail it around and um it's like it's kind of a weird like my dad's social situation (laughs) has never been like super easy for me to understand because you know like you don't like hang with your parents when they're hanging with their friends right or necessarily even aware of them hanging with their friends so I was like, I was going and, and, but like, you know, every so often at, at Christmas dinner, some guy shows up and is like, yeah, this guy runs the theater department at Cal. And you're like, fuck, I'm a fucking artist. I, how do you know this guy? And I don't know about that, <laughs> you know, like, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It was just funny to meet like the Filipino woman and the very old Jewish man and the two Polish guys that go sailing with my father that sounds, sounds like like a joke right it sounds it, like it yeah. sounds like the beginning of a joke I'm, it totally does speaking of which i, I you got uh, a joke for us no oh. i i oh, have man. the beginning of a joke for you and mm-hmm. i've been trying to come up with the end of it i i it probably already exists but when i was in seattle i got on a, a ferry to go from like one part of seattle to another 
And I literally walked past a imam, a rabbi, and a priest <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting together on the ferry, and I was like, "This is fucking amazing." <laughs> but I like, Were and they I was together? like, I was like, almost like the guy on the subway. I was like, I kind of want to take a picture yeah. of this on my phone, but yeah. it's like these guys are just off doing something like ecumenical and chill, like you know, <laughs> like rabbi, let's leave them alone. Why not? But yeah, I mean, I was. Were they together, or they just yeah? They were sitting together, like having a having a chat. They were doing some like interfaith hangout. Yeah, they were like laughing. So (laughs) they were laughing. They were enjoying each other's company tremendously. I didn't know that was possible. (laughs) That's the end of the joke. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. So write in if you've got a punchline for that one. That's it. They were enjoying each each other's company (laughs) immensely. It's a little little (laughs) anti-comedy for. (laughs) Yeah, it's like what's wrong with that? Nobody suicide bombed. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying my drink a lot. I think it would have, uh, you know, I'm I've gone sailing with my dad in family contacts enough that I know most of the things you have to do on a sailboat like that. But there's a lot of like, you know, oh this this rope needs to be wound around this thing really yeah. quickly, and like you have a crank that you have to pull out and like, you know, right. and uh, I'm not. I don't have the confidence yet to like have somebody yell yell like like hoist up the sail. Sloop sheet. Everything everything I learned from uh, learned about sailing I learned from Sloop John B by the Beach Boys. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm that's I'm not quite there yet and uh, It's a lot of work. It's 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 yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of work. Uh A lot of jargon. Yeah. I like to be sailed around. Like I don't sure. like yeah. to sail. Yeah. Wait, so yeah. you, does, does that mean like you're standing in place and people sail <laughs> around you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I like to act like a buoy <laughs> right, right. in a channel. I feel right. like I'm sort of trapped in the middle though. Like I I like doing this stuff. Uh-huh. But I don't know that much. I'm not that good at it yet. So you need to be told what to do. And I, I kind of need go. to be told what to, to do, and I kind of need to be like walked through some of the more involved procedures. Um, but like, I was on a boat a couple years ago with uh, family friends of a friend, mm-hmm. and it was like a big old boat, and this dude was just gonna sail it by himself while everybody else sat and barbecued. And I was like, oh. "Hey, man! Like, I kind of know, I kind of know my way around. <laughs> right. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll be able to." help you a little bit if you like if you want me to like hoist something or whatever and, <laughs> or jibber. and he was like did not take me up on the offer at all and i was a little insulted you know i, I have a similar story where um i uh, years ago now i was dating a girl whose family owned a modest yacht like a small boat like 30 footer <laughs> a 30 footer <laughs> modest, modest yacht. yacht and uh and uh i uh, they were having like their lunch we were all supposed to sit down and have lunch but I was on the opposite end of the boat, just like green as the Incredible Hulk and uh, <laughs> like just dry heaving over the side of the boat while they were all eating sandwiches. And uh, oh. I was staring at the shore. That's yeah. what I've done Don't that look before, at the sandwiches. too. No. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, it's the worst. Seasickness is the worst. Yeah, especially yeah. when you got a wicked hangover. Yeah, right? wicked hangover. <laughs> uh, um, one thing that's in this cocktail, Chris. Yes. Or that's supposed to be that isn't is Grand Marnier. Um, which is a, an orange liqueur, and I was uh, thinking about going out and buying a bottle of Grand Marnier, and mm-hmm. I wound up looking up substitutes and um, all about substitutes on this show. Well, yeah, so so I I learned a little bit, and I thought I would share. So mm-hmm. uh, orange liqueurs 
fall roughly into two categories. There's Quantra, uh, there's um, Curacao's and Triple Sex, and usually like the fancy French ones like Grand Marnier and Cointreau and uh, a couple of others are uh, brandies that have orange peels infused into them, and then mm. some of the cheaper ones are just like like distilled spirits with fake orange flavor in them. Right. <laughs> so um, I'm drinking like a cheap brand's fancy version of their brand. <laughs> so it's probably it's probably actually brandy, but uh, I haven't actually tasted it by itself to to verify <laughs> that. But um, like the creme de banane that was such a big hit on last episode, right, you right. know, you can get the cheapest garbageist version garbageist. of of, uh, <laughs> of orange liqueur, which is just like triple sec in a plastic container. But uh, if you're going to make a nice cocktail, hey. you class it up. Mm. I'd say a glass bottle is a good indicator of quality. <laughs> yes. And uh, Grand Marnier and Cointreau are the are the fanciest, but by far not the uh, the only like good ones. Uh, there's uh, Curacao from Curacao, uh, which is supposedly pretty good. And uh, there's a couple of others. I'll try and remember to put a link to the article that I read in the uh, in the show notes. Well, another another thing that's in that drink that is in that drink is orgeat orjat, and uh-huh. I don't know I don't know if you've ever had it on its own, but if it was acceptable to drink a to- like a full glass of orgeat, <laughs> I would Which, uh, I would drink it because it is delicious. Yeah, it just looks like you're drinking a glass of like uh, sunscreen or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> tasty, tasty sunscreen. Yeah, I had to buy a bottle of or- orgeat <laughs> yeah. uh, when. Uh, when I was in Seattle and it was separated, which I've never seen, which I guess means that every single, it's like a white milky liquid. And I guess that means that every bottle of it that I've had before has been like gross and synthetic and they have some sort of homogenizing agent in it because it's like, it's just like, it's almond dust, I think, that's giving it its flavor. It's like almond syrup. Oh, yeah, almond, I feel like almond is hard, like even like almond milk separates sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like the organic almond butter has all the oil on yeah. top. Yeah. Yeah, you can I mean it's it's not uh difficult to make your own, but it's time consuming. Yeah. Right. I don't have a lot of time. No. No. I'm a man of action. Yeah. I got tons of it. I'm just fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris, we had a uh we had a drink request. Did we not? Come in, come in over the tweeters mm-hmm. from at hey underscore friend, who is, uh, <laughs> that's our friend Holly from friend of the Topa- show. Topatoco. Yep. Um, who, uh... Hello, Holly. Sorry about, uh... Oh, okay. Sorry about the motorcycles. Um, she wrote in, hey guys, I have a life event for you. I'm exhibiting at San Diego Comic-Con next week. What's my drink pairing? Mm. Um... And it's funny that you said the Incredible Hulk earlier when you were talking about the color green you were, <laughs> because the drink I picked out is called the Incredible Hulk. Nice. Uh, it's two ounces of Hennessy, two ounces of Hypnotic, uh, wow. which is the only time you will ever hear us recommend <laughs> Hypnotic on this show. Wow. <laughs> what is? Uh, I don't even know what Hypnotic is. What is it? Oh, it's what I drank at Senior Palm. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it is a blue... Fruity. Yeah, like liqueur, maybe? Yeah. This is a thing that will appear in, like, 
in Missy the foreground Elliot. of a rap video. Missy from, Elliott yeah. says hypnotic in my drink. That's right. Yeah. Um, Just saying. Yeah, no, that's uh, educational. I didn't know she said that. <laughs> so anyways, you stir the ingredients together and you serve in an ice-filled rocks glass. Um, and it's green. Um, I learned that hypnotic was invented at the restaurant in New York owned by Sean P. Diddy Combs. Oh. Because the, like, hypnotic drink rep was observing that uh, not too many fellas were ordering hypnotic. <laughs> And so they invented a drink with a male-ish, male-sounding name, I guess, to like make <laughs> dudes oh, want to drink it. That is the lamest. <laughs> yeah. And but, the name was Hypnotic? No, the name was The Incredible Hulk, because oh, it turns oh, green oh, when you oh. mix it with the, uh, yeah, so... That's I don't horrible. Know. I don't know if you should drink How many, that or so do you not. Think, but, like, was there a lineup of dudes ordering that drink then? Because that was apparently if uh, it's if you go to that restaurant, it's like the drink that people get there. Uh, also, like gross. being a dating woman, the last thing I want in a man is, is, is that he's drinking. That <laughs> he's gonna drink <laughs> something and become hulkish. Yeah. Like, start... yo, 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 I'll order for her. We'll get two incredible <laughs> hulks. Yeah, like I'm an incredible hulk for me, and just a straight up hypnotic for her. (laughs) And then he drinks cocktails that look like Windex. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, I'll take the man that orders Jameson. Yeah. Uh, Dudes, take note. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's an addendum to the uh, the end of uh, the game. Just add that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Order a girl Jameson and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think that about does it for the show, does it not? I think it does. Sadly, um, sadly. That's sadly. so sad. We've had so yeah. much fun with you guys. This was so Ladies, fun thank you so and much. tasty. How do people find And I'm really beans? obsessed with Daisy Straw, by the way, which looks like a birch tree. Yeah, yeah those are cool. Yeah, so, yeah we got uh, too many straws. We t- Chris and I taught a cocktail class, and uh, we, want, we wound up buying massively more straws than we could ever use, so... I'm the lucky one that got to bring them home. So good about it. Um, Yeah, you can go to our YouTube page. Yes, Yes. you can go to our YouTube page. It's YouTube. (laughs) dot com slash user <laughs> slash stand up and eat all one word yeah just google and you can, and you can uh, follow us on twitter oh yeah oh you, you guys have a, a twitter account it, your twitter is oh d wallflower d wallflower yeah that's daisy walls twitter and that's my and, twitter and my anna's twitter i'm anna <laughs> my anna <laughs> my anna's twitter you say your nana's is, twitter my and Nana. my Nana's Twitter is at Annerloo, A-N-N-E-R-L-O-O. Um, and Ben's Twitter, Twitter is... Ben? Uh, oh, you want me to say it? <laughs> I thought your, you were about to say it. Ben, what's your Nana's Twitter? My na- <laughs> <laughs> you know, all my all my grandparents are dead, so... That's an uh, interesting I think Twitter. Way to, way to bring it down. <laughs> yeah, Yours is a, a... Uh, uh, not your Nana's Nana? Is that what it is? <laughs> your Nana's Nana. Um, your, your favorite Nana's favorite Nana. Um, <laughs> Stupid. But uh, it's bananas. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, my, my Twitter account. <laughs> We're falling uh, apart. I'm not even going to say at this point. My Fuck Twitter you. password is. Yeah. Uh, Chris's is at Crispy Chicken, though. And our show's is at Drink About It. And ben, Ben's is at Benjamin R. A H R. Um, you can go on the. Let's drink about that it website to get the recipes we used in today's show, and also they're in the show notes, so you should be able to actually just access them from your podcast app. 
Um, please go on iTunes and give us five stars and say how great you think we are. <laughs> and don't give us anything other than that. Because why would you fucking waste your time, you piece of shit? Don't be a dick. Uh, a real, a real uh, quick point at the end here. Ben, you asked me to take a second photo, a uh, horizontal photo. And at that point, I'd already uh, drank half of my drink. So I ran upstairs yeah. and quickly made a second drink. Nice. So, uh, wow. But at the beginning of the show, I had a shot of tequila on ice. So then I finished my actual drink and drank the <laughs> second drink. And I have a dinner, and it's going to be a zigzaggy ride home on my bike. <laughs> yeah, I was You're not alone, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, also, three drinks does not cure loneliness. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, just it. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. Well, um, uh, thanks very much, guys. And uh, we'll be back at you next week with two or more life events and two or more drinks that go perfectly with them. Yep. Thank you to Graham Walsh and uh, Basketball oh, yeah. for Life Studios here. That's where I'm recording. <laughs> Basketball for Life. That's Bask It IT Ball. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, Paul Watling for the uh, show logo. Yeah. And that's it. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much. Have a good Bye. night. Bye. Bye. Later, potato. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I drank all of it. Do you want to oh, taste it? it? You can still it's taste it. Taste the remnants. It's gonna suck the when you bring it back up and really uh, leave it behind oh, a dumpster. Is, is Chris, is Chris yeah, talking? Exactly. Yeah. What? Yeah. What do you want? No, I'm just saying it's gonna suck when she brings it back up and leaves it behind a dumpster. One time, I, I literally, one time I puked hungover outside of a pizza hut. Um, literally, while a family was four of four was like eating in the window, I like jumped out of a car and like it framed it like the Ew. window framed my scene perfectly. And, like, framed I, my scene. That's what I call yeah. mise en scène. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, did you taste it? It was so good. Oh, my life is a joke. Guys, these are some good cocktails this week. Yes. Please, yeah. please make them at home. You'll enjoy them. <laughs> okay.